who's wrong and who's wronger. In this corner, followed by Millions James, the exploding unicorn breakaway. And in that corner, ignored by Millions, Steve Dosh, Rinko Levers. Hey, thank you, everybody. Thank you. Ah, man, people are so kind to us, James. It's like they can see us every week and they appreciate what it is we do. I don't think it's that at all, but you know what? It's great that you believe that. <laughs> Hooray for your unbridled, completely uninformed optimism. Now, James, you've got a little something working on your end. Do you want to, before we even start this, at least try to cast some sympathy votes in your favor well, and let people know what's going on? Yeah, I mean, I'm on the verge of death here. But but I was like, hey, Steve, <laughs> can I have the week off? And you're like, no, the show must go on. You thought this would give you an advantage. See, what I think this is, this is the second week of the universe trying to take us out. See, first it went yeah. for you and it hit you below yeah. the belt. Because, you know, that's all that matters. And up here, it went for my throat. It tried to deprive me of my voice. So two different methods of the same thing. The universe does not want you to hear this podcast. But here we are. And I just spilled water all over my lap. I'm so worked up. And you probably can't even hear me talking as I say that. But uh, we've got a tragedy <laughs> unfolding here. But that's okay because the topic tonight is so important that I will gladly stand here and talk to you about it with no voice and a soaking wet lap and now an empty wrong and wronger cup. At least you're, you're suffering in, in dignified uh, stoicism with all of this. <laughs> Neither dignified nor stoic, but you know what? Let's just go with it. Well, welcome to Wrong and Wronger, everybody. This is the podcast that usually has a little more vim and vigor than it's going to today. <laughs> or maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. Don't, don't count me out just yet. Come on now. I'm, not, I'm still above the ground. See if he can get jacked up. This is, uh, let's see, let's introduce ourselves. I'm Steve Olivas, Dr. Steve. And across from me, across the universe practically, is uh, the guy representing the youth gone wild, James the Exploding Unicorn Breakwell. We're just going to call you Sisyphus today because <laughs> you've been pushing this boulder up the mountain for like five days now. We've been trying to find a time to sit down and do this. Yeah, I kept delaying. I was like, hey, tomorrow, tomorrow my voice is going to come back. But I finally had to accept the, the fact that this is my voice now for the rest of my life this is just me so uh, get used to it and that that sound you hear is the last of our two listeners leaving us forever hey guys it was fun while it lasted well there's just a little wisp of smoke where they were standing this is the podcast where typically we engage in a spirited argument about things that really don't matter to many people but really do matter to every people and this week, James, this week we have a barn burner of a topic. Just let me hear the excitement, the passion yes. in your voice. Don't don't mistake my hoarseness for a lack of passion. The passion, the fire is always there. And this week we are going to debate perhaps the most important topic we've ever had, uh, which perhaps. is better, uh, boneless wings or bone-in wings. I mean, that there's only boneless. one. Yeah. 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 No, no. Let me just repeat that okay. for the people in the back that can't hear because you're not projecting to the rear of the house. Boneless versus traditional bone in wings. Yes. And that is the debate. And we're going to have kind of a unique and semi related, no, completely related punishment penalty video this week. What does the loser have to do? Okay. So for everybody out there who's just voting for me to lose no matter what, because you like to see me dancing with my cute kids, here's the deal. This week is not about cuteness, it's not about fun, it's about pain. And pain is, is Steve's department. This is what you want to curse him with. So the loser has to eat the hottest wings they can find. 
uh, I, I will say a small package of them, but on video, uh, and there is a specific company we have in mind, but they're not paying us, so we're not going to name it. But again, <laughs> if you vote for me, it's not going to be cute. It's just going to be me suffering by myself. So make Steve suffer. He deserves this. And you're saying you've suffered enough already. Is that what you're saying? I brought life and merriment to people, and that's my department. And sadness and misery is your department. So I'm going to give this one to you. So please, Steve, lose this week and enjoy those ridiculously hot wings. I have a sneaking suspicion that the sympathy vote is going to sway in the opposite direction this week. So I'm going to need some other kind of surgery on my genitalia. <laughs> but actually, we will table that. Yeah, I figured out we're going to do a new voting trick this week, too, I thought of. Oh. So, so I think you've had another advantage. You keep picking cooler voting options than mine. Like, I've just depended on winning the argument. And you depend what? on having a horrible argument with, like, a cool name like Flying Squirrel. And so people are like, oh, I'll vote for Flying Squirrel without this. So, so this week, I'm going to neutralize that. But I'm not going to tell you how yet. I'm going to surprise you near the end. All right, but you went last when it came to picking your name. Why didn't you just pick a name cooler than mine? Because I, I wanted to win legitimately, but now I accept that's not how this podcast works. This is a podcast of gimmicks <laughs> and scheming, and I have to sink to your level if I'm ever going to stop dancing or eating ridiculous things. Wow. And uh, the leotard last week that you put on for that dance of the sugar plum fairies leotard. or whatever you did. It was, it was, a, it was a, a tank top. I've, I've had that thing since I was like 16 years old. People were like, you even had the costume. It's like this has been sitting in the bottom of my closet for forever because I obviously do not exercise in any way, shape, or form. It was just waiting yeah. for me. It was destiny. Well, six, when you were 16 is roughly when that tank top was still in style, so thanks for bringing it into the new millennium. All right. Many things James does are aberrant and rage-inducing, but we do have to begin with a compliment toward each other to start all of this. And I'm sure, James, you have been, you've been going over and over your different notes and your show prep, and you've been trying to put this together ahead of time. So let me go first to give you a chance to think of something nice to say to me. Fair enough. James, uh, <laughs> James's voice now, the one positive about his voice is he sounds like an old black blues man. Like if Joe Cocker and Bob Seger had a love child, he would be James Breakwell this week. Like someone dropped some sandpaper in a bowl of kitty litter and he swallowed the thing whole. So James, I just want to compliment you on your grit because you've got that gritty, raspy, kind of organically angst-riddled voice, and that is fantastic. I feel like you're coming on to me here. I just want to be clear. Our relationship is strictly platonic, okay? Just keep yourself over there. <laughs> All right, I suddenly feel dirty and yet strangely titillated. So, all right. So my compliment for you, you know, every week I invite the audience into my home with these videos to show you the real office where I create my content and do all these things. And now for the first time, I would like to compliment you for showing the world the real Steve Olivas. The real Steve Olivas is not the Steve Olivas of Journey 2 Studios. The real Steve Olivas is the Steve Olivas of skeezy motel rooms around the country. And that's where you're broadcasting from. So thank you for being honest and letting people see what a shifty person you are.
<laughs> we are broadcasting the only way I can for the last two weeks. I'm on the road. I'm in Youngstown, Ohio. Wow. And uh, the bed you see behind me is the one where all the skeezy sleeping is going to take place. About 14 seconds after we sign <laughs> off, this break well keeps these vampire-like hours. And I'm a normal human being. I have to sleep once in a while. I but yes, I have brought you into Journey 3 Studio here, or Mobile Journey 2, or whatever I'm going to call it. And uh, this is it. This is what we got this week. And thank you for noticing. And because you can't see me right now, James, I will tell you, too, I'm wearing the official Wrong and Wronger polo shirt in your honor. Are you Because really? I thought you were dead. And so <laughs> I thought this was going to be like a memorial to you. I was going to do a eulogy. How many Wrong and Wronger items do you own? I, I, need, I need a clear inventory here. Uh, we have a polo, a, a hoodie, hooded sweatshirt. I've got a T-shirt. Which I don't like. We gotta redo that one. We got a different logo from our logo person for that. It's um, a high def, high res one. And uh, both of us have the mug. I don't have mine with me though. I have a hotel uh, semi opaque plastic cup, and we have the I have the poster. So five ish. Wow, that is impressive. That is that is exactly all of the shirts you own. Like after this podcast, this is also what you wear in public every day. That's exactly right. Oh, and. You know, we, until we get wrong and wrong her pants, I'm still going pants free. Oh, you realize right, some so poor maid has to clean that room after you. You, they're just going to burn the hotel down now. You have no idea what kind of debauchery is going to happen in here later. Oh. It's going to be like a Jackson Pollock print in here. All right, so oh typically. <laughs> Typically, for most of my listeners, at least my father, that's going to go right over their head, so that's fine. Unless I make a Dr. Seuss reference, then everybody will be spot on. I usually have the Guam Quarter of Fate. You that I don't flip, have the Guam Quarter of Fate? I, I did forget the Guam Quarter of Fate. I brought all of my gear with me on the road, but I'm digging in my pocket. I have... Um, in, in what pocket? You're not wearing pants. <laughs> well, I... <laughs> Since we've been videoing, just for your benefit, and just in case I ever stand up for any reason, I am wearing pants now. So you, you lied. You the, lied to us. <laughs> I didn't lie last week. I didn't mention my pants status last week. Okay. I have the Iowa quarter of uh, corn this week. Okay. That's what we've got working. <laughs> so... We've got, uh, let's see, wings, traditional versus boneless. We've already burned like 10 minutes that's, with uh, all of the shenanigans here. That's perfect. <laughs> well, call the sides, James. What are they going to represent? All right. So boneless, heads up, I do boneless. Tails up, I do bone in. All right. Boneless, let's call it traditional. Bone in sounds a little, little weird. All right. So uh, heads is boneless, tails is traditional. <laughs> you still can't catch that stupid thing. <laughs> It bounced off my hand. That's not bad. It is heads, by the way. All heads. right. I am doing boneless, so which is amazing. So you have boneless wings. Because with boneless wings, you get to experience the joy of wings without the frustration. I don't want to be nibbling through, you know, chicken bone matter to try to get to the delicious meat. I just, I just want it there. Easily consumable. Three or four bites. It's cleaner. You don't have to have like a bunch of moist snaps to, to wipe off your fingers afterwards. You can jab a fork in there, dip it in your blue cheese, three bites, and you're done. It's amazing. It is a perfected, fast experience. It is what America deserves. Not only that, but you get bonus animals. You don't just get chicken. You get like pig rib meat and other stuff mixed in there. You don't know what it is. It's like a super chicken nugget. And we all know that more animals is better. 
obviously. So you get a, a flavor profile from who knows what from all over the place. You get to eat it quickly and easily. You get all the flavor and none of the hassle. What can you possibly have against that? First of all, I can't believe that you're talking about eating pig without a hushed tone in the Breakwell house. You know what? She but, stole a piece of pepperoni pizza the other day, and she did not mind oh. it at all. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I thought you were going to say that vengeance will be yours, and you're exacting that revenge nope. right now. <laughs> but the traditional wings, James, they're the way that God intended for them to be. You don't have assorted rat droppings and cockroaches and whatever else falls into the grinder that goes into your boneless wings. You've got wings in their pure form. And nothing can be better than the pure form. All the organic people out there would never have boneless wings. The other thing about the bone-in, the traditional wings, is that the ratios are perfect. Uh, the boneless wings, a lot of times you can't get them unless they're breaded. You can get a dry rub on the traditional ring, wings and not have to worry about all of that cholesterol and grease and all the sodium that comes with the breading. And even if you get the breaded traditional wings, that the, the, the breading to meat ratio is a lot better. It's off with the boneless because they add way too much breading and it gets hard and crunchy and jabs at the roof of your mouth. Um, the boneless rings also, when it comes to the sauce, when you get the flavored sauce, if you don't get the dry rub, the ratio of the sauce is perfect on the bone in, the, or the traditional. I gotta at least listen to You don't even know what advice. you're talking about here. <laughs> The traditional wings have a better ratio of sauce. The boneless wings have too much. It's just too much. It's too heavy. It's it's a personal affront to God is what the boneless <laughs> wings are. You went from subtle to not subtle at all. I like that. The breading is the best part. The breading is the event. You know, the difference between chicken and fried chicken. You don't go to the restaurant. There's no fast food, just chicken. It's all fast food fried chicken because it's better. That's what that's what the breading's for. It's to make it better, enhance the experience. More breading is better. And if you're eating someplace with bad breading, that doesn't surprise me. You're in Youngstown, Ohio, okay? You don't make great travel decisions. And to all the voters out there in Youngstown, Ohio, I'm so sorry. Please still vote for me. Listen to my voice. Uh, my mom lives in Wisconsin. Your mom lives in Indiana. There's nobody in Ohio that listens to us. Well, let's let's cross our fingers there so but I, clearly i mean it, the bone in wings are just kind of gross like i like some degree of separation between what i'm eating and what it started as when uh, when you get done eating a pile of traditional wings it looks like you murdered a whole chicken like the evidence is right there in front of you a huge <laughs> disgusting pile of bones but when you finish eating boneless wings there is nothing but an empty plate and a full stomach it is complete satisfaction without the the guilt inducing evidence left over afterwards and again i can't stress enough your fingers are clean you don't have to make an extra trip to the bathroom to wash your hands you're just you're just ready to go it saves you time it saves water for no. the environment like i no. only a monster would want bone and wings that's all there is to it <laughs> You know, your little squeaky voice on the, the other end of the line here, it makes me sad just how badly you're losing this argument. When you say the breading is the best part, it's like people like frosting on cake, but yes. you don't want a baseball-sized chunk of breading that just gets deep-fried because it gets gross. You don't want to eat frosting right out of the canister. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. This is America. We eat frosting. We eat cookie Ow. dough. We eat breading. You know what? Move to Canada. Okay. You know what? In Canada, they like breading, too. I don't even know where you have to move. Move to North Korea. I'm sure they hate breading there. <laughs> wow. Now you're pulling out political stops <laughs> to try to pander to the voting public. 
Now, you can't have just breading. You've got to have a ratio. Cookie dough is good because there's different ingredients that are in it. A cake frosting is good because it's in the right proportion with the cake. You get a little bit of cake to cut that too sweet frosting. And the chicken on the traditional wings does that for the breading. It just puts the perfect palate together. And you wash it down with something that has a somewhat limpid and naive bouquet like Miller Lite. <laughs> now you're, you're, you're dumping on Miller Lite too? You're not going to have any fans left after this. I insulted that's Ohio. That's you mother's milk. That's the best beer there is. Limp okay, maybe I just don't understand the words you're using. You're complimenting it with odd and strange uh, diction here. I'll just let it go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go with vocabulary, but you go with diction. That's fine. I will. You know what? I, I said what I said. There's no going back. We don't edit this podcast <laughs> full speed ahead. Well, you're you're like uh, you have Prince Nyquil on your side that's helping you argue. So yeah. definitely it's enhancing your point of view. Well, you had Percocet for a few weeks and it ended up being an able ally. Remember that time you repeated half the <laughs> podcast and didn't realize it? <laughs> I did, and it was awesome, oh, yes. and I remember none of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, it looked like you needed a little NyQuil in that last uh, ballet dance that you did. That was you, you looked. It was incredible. That was that was my finest performance yet. People were really impressed. Our our subscribers shot up from that. I only they broke did. one chandelier. I didn't knock you over did. any children this week. I only tangled myself up like sixteen times, and I couldn't even talk. That's probably why I did so well. I could, I had to concentrate on the art and not the presentation. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was proud of you. You looked miserable, and yet you were a trooper. You went through with it anyway. And this week, it's your turn, by the way, for the voting. Since you, so you don't get a chance to pick something cool, we're going to pick a boring two-digit number. We're each going to pick one boring two-digit oh. number. There's going to be a dummy two-digit number, and the fake answer is going to be Velociraptor. And everybody who doesn't listen to the podcast <laughs> is going to pick Raptor. And then everybody else is going to have three boring numbers to choose from, and the playing field will be level. And of those people who suffer through it to make it to that point, they'll remember how much pain I was in and think, that poor man, his throat cannot take hot wings, and they will make you lose. And that's that's all I have going for me. I'm counting on it so much. But seriously, boneless wings are better, and I did win this. <laughs> Uh, everyone likes traditional wings. Boneless wings make Mother Nature cry. All right, well, we're almost out of time here. Do I get to pick my yes, two-digit number? Yes, it has to be number? a boring number. If you pick 69, you're disqualified. If you pick 13, you're disqualified. I'm holding a veto power over this. How can you possibly do that? What number are no, you No, you go you first. Go I first. want to see how boring it is so I can match it. <laughs> just, you're so I am. <laughs> I lost three weeks in a row, man. I got to even the playing field here. You do what you do. <laughs> All right, I am going. I my lucky number is seven, so I'm going seventy-seven. We're gonna double. Okay, that. I'm gonna go forty-two. Jackie Robinson, nice yeah, touch. So there we go. We got seventy-seven and forty-two, and there'll be a random dummy answer, and then Raptor for everybody who's not listening to this, so they won't even be insulted. <laughs> and watch, Rap Raptor will win by two thousand votes easily. But those votes are useless. We, we did both lose to a dummy once. We lose to the dummy every week, now, every single week, man. No, no, this week did I won really? it outright. Wow, wow, yeah. I'm impressed. Yeah, did you pick forty-two because it's Jackie Robinson, or is no, that just a random? No, no, I think it's actually um, uh, one of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Universe. The answer to everything is forty-two. See, I was going to pick a more boring number, but you picked seventy-seven, which I thought people might think was lucky, so I had to go forty-two. 
which is the answer to everything. You know, it's, you know, I played your game. That's why I had you pick first. If you if you pick something else, I would have picked like twenty twenty nine or something. But you know what? You had to do what you did because you're Steve Olivas. Always something shifty about you. Always. James, your your life makes me sad. <laughs> it makes me sad too. You have no idea. <laughs> Hitchhiker's Guide. Wow. All right. Well, we got to wrap this thing. So do what you do, people. Watch the podcast here. And if you're listening to my voice and looking at my delightful face, you obviously already have. And vote for Steve. Hit that 77 button. And uh, James is going to have to eat boneless hot wings, which is probably worse than the traditional. But Go to his uh, Twitter page, at Exploding Unicorn, with just a big X, because he is extreme. Go to his Twitter page, and he will have the oh, poll oh. up. And One new thing this week, I'm going to have a sister poll on Facebook. Facebook has a way to do polls now, so we're going to combine the results from the two polls. Because my Facebook people never really okay. vote. Um, they have to like go all the way through Twitter, which is just one step too far. I mean, it's asking a lot to even get them to click on one link. To get them to click on two is out of the question. So two polls combined, but I suspect they're both <laughs> going to go the same way. So it shouldn't be an issue. Uh, don't forget to click the subscribe all button, right. too. That's the most important part of all of this. You can subscribe on YouTube, Wrong and Wronger. Or you can search for us on SoundCloud, on Podcast Addict, on iTunes. Um, is there one other one out there? Or did I name them all? Stitcher. Stitcher, Stitcher Radio's got that subscribe as well. button, man. That thing is life. Click that, and everybody, everything will be good. Yeah, everything will be good, and it'll be even better when we watch Breakwell down those wings next week. And until next week, we got to wrap this thing, my friend. You got to go to bed, and I got to get some of my beauty rest because you just can't look <laughs> this good rolling out of bed every morning. But until next week, what are we going to talk about? No next idea. Week? No, I don't even know if we're going to be alive next week. And based on our track record, the odds are only 50-50. But until then, this is Steve Olivas for James the Exploding Unicorn Breakwell saying, this was the best we could do, everybody, and we're sorry. We'll talk to you next time.